and welcome back to the Student Pages podcast. And I'm joined today by the wonderfully talented voice actress, Emma Berman. Hello, Emma. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Wonderful. I see you're one of our first guests that has actually joined us from outer space. <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> well, I'll ask you a little bit more about your adventures in space later, but I have to admit, I've got to address the elephant in the room. You are 14 years I don't yes. know what doing at 14 years old I think I was a goth that makes me reflect on like what little I have done so you are a child voice actress who is currently doing such big things as working with Disney you are currently voice acting a character in a Star Wars series and I just want to circle back what was probably a matter of months ago for you but I want to know how you got into voice acting (laughs) so how I really got into acting was when I was young, I was, well, when I was seven, I did theater all That's around. Pretty young. I'll, I'll, just, I'll come back. <laughs> that was, that was pretty I'll be honest. Pretty young. So I started doing theater and then I thought, wow, acting is really cool. I maybe want to try getting into, you know, what I see on TV. And so I started going to classes for on-camera acting and there I got scouted by an agency so then now I'm with an agency and then they send me voiceover auditions and actually the first voiceover audition I did was for Leapfrog to voice be the voice in Toys for Leapfrog and I actually got it and so I ended up voicing a ton of Toys for Leapfrog and then the big audition for Luca came and then I booked Julia and Luca and then my voiceover career just continued from there. That is such an insane story. I think that is what every every seven-year-old probably dreams of when they sign yeah, up to their local definitely. like amateur dramatics class. I, I could not have imagined that this is where that one acting class where I got scouted would have taken me. <laughs> there are so many stars these days who are like Hollywood-level famous. I'm talking Zendaya, Ariana Grande, who have literally shot to stardom after careers with Disney. Right. What? ideal route would you see yourself taking from here well I mean obviously being a big actor has been a dream forever but I know that that's not always you know super attainable so I guess a more realistic goal or regular career path I guess would just be I want to major in film I want to like understand the behind the scenes work that goes into the filmmaking process and so I definitely want to work in the Hollywood industry even if that doesn't mean that I'm on screen I want to work behind the scenes then. So you would see yourself going into more production or something? Yeah I could definitely see myself going into production unless somehow I become some big Hollywood star then obviously that would be cool. (laughs) I mean you're on a pretty good trajectory. Call up Leapfrog again. Maybe they've got like a a screenwriting class or something at Leapfrog. That would be awesome. (laughs) See musical theatre has also been a big part of your life as well how do you sort of like navigate voice acting acting musical theater do you have a favorite I think well theater is my roots and so I'm very connected to that but voiceover honestly is my full passion I I go into every single recording session with this just joy pure pure joy in my heart because I love it so much so I definitely say that theater holds a very special place in my heart because it's how I started and I still participate in theater but voice acting is just my my whole heart has voiceover, you know? And is there like a, a favorite memory from what has probably been, your, your career has been half of your life at this point. <laughs> my favorite memory from, well, Young Jedi Adventures, which is the show I'm on now, is 
after my first recording session, once we finished recording the first episode, they said, welcome to the galaxy, Emma. So you've been officially welcomed to the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah. How does it feel to be part of such an iconic franchise as Star Wars at such a young age? Being part of the Star Wars family is something that I could never have possibly imagined I would get into, you know? It's such an incredible honor, and I just, I'm so lucky that I was trusted to voice such an awesome character in a Star Wars show. So you voice, I believe the name, Nash Durango, I hope. Nash I'm, Durango, yes. Nash Durango, sounds very cool in uh, oh, Star yeah. Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Uh, do you have any similarities between yourself and the character? I think that me and Nash, just by nature, are so similar. I will look at her re- lines that I'm recording, and I have to think, how would I say this? You know, I don't have to go into a different character. She's literally me. And I think that's so fun because it makes it my job so easy. It's just so fun. I go into the recording session and I read the lines like how I would. And that's how Nash is. And so... I, I don't even know how to put my finger on what is the same about us. It's just by nature, the things we say, how we act, the things we do, it's all how I am. And I think that's so awesome. And is that your favorite type of character to enact, ones that you can relate to? I definitely think so. I mean, honestly, all of my characters I've related to, I mean, other than a singing picnic basket. Okay, singing picnic <laughs> basket. What? Where was this? <laughs> In Leapfrog, I got to be a picnic basket and a tea set. But when I'm voicing characters on screen, for example, Julia and Ginny and Nash, I really relate to all of them. I think all of them, yeah, naturally, I feel so connected to all of them. And I think that makes it super fun. So I've never even gotten to play a character that I don't fully relate to. But I think that would be a super cool challenge because that's not something I've really done before. Would you ever expand into that, like, villain instead of the hero. Oh yeah, I've always wanted to be a villain, but I think I think that I don't know if my voice would fit well for a villain. I think I sound very happy. I was gonna say you sound far too joyous to be associated yeah. with anything like that. I think if there's I don't know maybe a, a Yorkshire villain in Star Wars up there in space, I, I could possibly have a stab at auditioning but that's it (laughs) so just to expand on the other work that you've done with Disney as well you mentioned that you voiced uh, Julia in Disney's Luca how did it feel to hear your voice on a big screen oh that was the coolest thing ever before the premiere of Luca I got to watch it maybe five or six times because of interviews and I got to see rough drafts of it and I remember the first time that I got to see my voice come out of Julia. That's another core memory. I was just absolutely <laughs> shook because I, I mean, I'd seen my, I've obviously like heard my voice come out of things, but to see it in the middle of a Pixar movie as my first big role, because that really, that was my first movie that was like fully my big break. And I was so young also. And to hear my voice come out of Julia was just like mind blowing. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about how that audition came about? So once I signed with my agency, they just send me lots of auditions. And so I did, I got the audition for Julia and then I worked with my coach and then I got a call back on it. And so I got to go into the Emeryville studios in at Pixar. And I used to live in San Francisco. So I was about 30 minute drive from there. It was perfect. And after the callback, they booked me for something called scratch recording, which is when they use your voice as, you know, a placeholder before they maybe find who their 
actually going to use just while they're uh, finishing up the script and drawing the characters and stuff. And I think that's probably why me and Julia have a lot of the very similar facial features and the way that we move and the way, obviously the way we talk, but the way that we move, like when we talk is super similar. And I think that has to do with Scratch. And then after I book Scratch, they booked me for the real role. And that was a shocker because I didn't know that I was gonna, I thought I was just gonna do Scratch. And that was really, really cool. It's so interesting to hear you talk about about Scratch and like industry terms. Can you elaborate a little bit more on your training that you've had to get into voice acting as it is so specialized? Honestly, I didn't have any voice acting training before I went into it. I just did theater and I think that in a way theater and voiceover are super similar. I mean, I'm also naturally a pretty animated person, but with theater and voiceover, they're super similar because, you know, when you're performing on stage, you have to perform for the people in the back so they can know everything you're doing. So you have to be super big. And then in voiceover, nobody sees your face. So you also have to make everything a bit bigger and so I think in that way theater was my voiceover training and so when people ask me how do I get into voiceover I say theater is a really good way to you know practice it but I had some on-camera training experience and I did theater so I guess I was just familiar with acting and then voiceover just happened I mean it's clear because you you can tell in your voice that you have so much energy and you mentioned <laughs> speak so joyfully but maybe that's because I'm like double your age now and exhausted <laughs> I hope that I can sound this young forever because I think that'll help me get roles in the future <laughs> see I would call your generation uh like the, like the TikTok generation have you utilized any like social media to enhance your career or enhance like your following because I don't understand any of those things <laughs> I don't even have the app on my phone I don't even I don't know if it really enhances my career but I do have Instagram and I have a little bit of a following there so that's pretty cool but that's really the only app that I'm on and I just joined threads like yesterday I don't know where that came from <laughs> see I refuse to move from Twitter now maybe maybe it's the old person in me but I've dug my heels into the ground there I will I refuse to download it anymore so media at this point my screen time is through the roof as it is speaking of do you have any like other hobbies that like keep you keep you grounded whilst you're up in Hollywood I mean, I go, I still go to public school. I know a lot of actors are homeschooled. So that definitely keeps me grounding is going to school every day, doing my homework, seeing my friends. And then on occasion, maybe once, well, I, I have a recording session once a week and then I go to LA maybe once every two months. And so I think it's a really beautiful, awesome balance of being able to work as a kid actor and kind of live that Hollywood life on occasion when I go to LA and then also just being a regular teenage kid. So I think I have a really good balance in that that definitely keeps me grounded so speaking about uh, advice to anybody else out there who would want to get into acting or musical theatre is there anything that you can you can offer any of the listeners since you've been so successful already I definitely think it's very important to well especially if you want to do voiceover and honestly even regular acting theatre is a really great way to start and also taking classes finding your local studios and where the classes that will inform you on how to, you know, act and stuff like that. And I think that the most important thing about acting is that you have to be super passionate about it because the hours can be super long. You get really tired afterwards. And it's really easy for me because my heart is fully in it. And I love this so much. And if you I think that goes for everything in life, honestly. If you if you only do it because you want to be successful or like you like the idea of being a really famous actor, you have to 
actually really love the process because the process is where it's at. And so I think that's a really important part of it is you have to fully be really inspired to do the acting. That's so lovely to like hear you say that you even love the harder moments when it comes to the actual the actual process and like yeah. improving is something that's so central to your idea about about being a star. Looking forward, is there is there any other sort of character or ideal character that's already out there that you would have loved to have voiced? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, I was so lucky to say that I've been in Pixar and Disney Junior and Star Wars, and so. I think that it'd be really cool to travel over to Marvel. I think that would be fun to, to tackle all the parts of Disney Plus and National Geographic if that comes up. I don't know. I, I, honestly, if I got to voice something alongside David Attenborough, that would definitely be a list <laughs> item for me. Yeah, maybe I should be in the Chris Hemsworth show where he goes and swims with the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that'd be too far for me. You you go and do that. That's <laughs> So in this industry, is anybody that you particularly look up to or that inspires you? I'm a super big fan of Emma Watson. I love her so much because Harry Potter is one of my favorite film franchises. And so I've always loved her her journey, you know, especially since she started so young and she just got scouted at her school. I, I love her story and the way that she came about and what she's doing now in the world. You know, she's such a well-rounded person. And I think that's super inspirational. It's, it's funny that you say that because I think I probably based my entire personality for a good decade off Hermione Granger. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you feel the same. And like um, the way the films came out, I sort of like grew up with the films as well. Oh, yeah. So I, 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 irreversible improvement, irreversible damage to my entire psyche. Is there anything coming up in, in the future for you that you'd like to tell any of our listeners about? Well, right now, what's airing is Super Kitties season one. So I've voiced Jenny in Super Kitties and season two is in the makes right now. And so you can all watch out for that one. And brilliant. And when when does this when does this come out? I'm not sure when it comes out, but I think season one is going to continue dropping and then season two is going to come out maybe next year. So just be on the lookout for all of the Young Jedi Adventures episodes because season one and then season one also for super kiddies that's fantastic uh honestly i really do wish you all the best and i i hope that i hear your voice on a screen somewhere soon it's been thank absolutely you, thank you so much you, thank you so good to talk to you